Dente Rigamontis. I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer Nilla. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have The Squeeze. So, a couple, a couple of times in this show, you may have noticed, listeners, uh, either on the main show or particularly when we have uh, Matt and Travis from The Drunk and the Ugly and Ugly Talk. That we like to, like, su- like figure, like, sometimes we'll suggest, like, oh, I can totally see this creepypasta being, like, fodder for a, like, RPG game scenario. Um, like, for Call of Cthulhu or, like, other tabletop RPGs. Well, the one we're doing now, because this will be, this episode will be posted uh, as we are going to be attending Gen Con. So, the week of Gen Con. Um, I decided we were going to find one that was based off of a, uh, off of a tabletop RPG actual play game. Uh, but our actual plays, they are basically podcasts uh, that record the tabletop RPG session that they're running um, in groups. And uh, this one particular group uh, that we found, All Roads Tavern, um, by Lith Mage LLC. I have a quick question. Yes. Why is it called actual play and not just a let's play? Because let's play is kind of taken by video gamers? Yes. Um, there's that. Also, um, I first heard of it through RPPR, Roleplay Public Radio. They originally started as a game, like game advice podcast, and then they they had a secondary show they started called Actual Plays, where they actually played the game. What did they coin the term? I don't think I don't think they coined the term, but it's the one the the, the was the, my first introduction to that kind of thing. I think it's honestly be, it, it it came from. All right, now that you've given some game advice, we're actually playing the game. Oh, okay. Hence why it's called the Actual Play Podcast. I guess, or because like your actually playing it more than a video game because with a video game you only have so many inputs yeah. but you yourself are giving all the inputs to the game so you have unlimited possibilities that's a little bit more in depth way of probably looking at it um, that's a more smarter way to do it yeah cool more smarter <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um yeah so so the All Roads Tavern podcast uh, started do, uh, they do actual plays they do like fantasy ones they do uh, sci-fi ones or like spacey ones and then the uh, the one I got introduced to them by is uh, a, a ho- an 80s horror, like, kids' adventure uh, campaign called Elder Hollow, which came out a year before Stranger Things, um, which I found hilarious because they basically did Stranger Things, like, a year before Stranger Things, but oh. it was inspired by, like, Gravity Falls and um, uh, through the, over the hedge, or over the, over the wall, sorry. Um, and other like kind of like Goonies obviously was another inspiration and like yeah, and, and the main and the main GM they have or game master that that's running the whole thing um, uh, was is is a huge horror buff like he he runs Call of Cthulhu games and Delta Green games. Oh, so is, is there a difference between GM and DM? I know it's dungeon master or game master. It, it, it honestly just depends. Like DM is for like fantasy stuff usually, and then GM is just for like kind of like is the general term. Okay, but a DM is a GM as well. Yeah. Yeah. They're also called keepers in uh, Call of Cthulhu, technically, and mm-hmm. they're called storytellers in in World of Darkness, and uh, yeah, they just keep going. They're just different names for the same thing, basically. yeah, the same okay. role. The administrator, basically, of the game, yeah. Um, but anyway, um, so yeah, again, we're at Gen Con right now. While you're listening to this podcast, 
So I decided to look for a creepypasta that was spawned from an RPG game. Uh, and this is what happened, where uh, I was listening to Elder Hollow, and one of the monsters that the guy had created and thrown at the characters was called the Squeeze, and it was this horrible creature um, that squeezed through pipes and tubes and, and like really small sp- spots and stuff like that. It was grotesque and looking. And then a little bit later, I was checking their Google Plus uh, uh, page and their uh, Discord, and I realized, and I found that they he had actually written a creepypasta based on the Squeeze um, after that episode or after that series. Uh, you can check out um, the episodes of Elder Hollow where the squeeze shows up. Uh, it's episode 12 and 13, um, and it's on lithmage.com uh, or on iTunes uh, at All Roads Tavern. Um, I love the podcast. I've listened, I've binged through the entire uh, like four year um, backlog they have. It is an f- enjoyable listen uh, if you have an hour of time to listen to an episode. Um, that's just my own personal uh, promotion for them because they're awesome. But that is not the creep boss we're doing, or that, is, that has nothing to do with the creep boss. So we're going to touch on um, the squeeze, which was done by Will Wilsima um, Shar on from the All Roads Tavern. He's also the GM of Elder Hollows. I'll leave a link in the description where you can find it. It's on his Tumblr, uh, but you can also ch- uh, get a link to it on their Google Plus page. And yeah, so I guess we'll just go right into the uh, narration of it. Um, so it starts off with this guy, Camden Green, uh, waking, being woken up by his uh, daughter, mm-hmm. uh, saying that there's a, a man in the, in, his, in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And they go to check, and there's this uh, like water spilled on the floor and the smell of formaldehyde. Um, mm-hmm. But there doesn't seem to be anything there. Yeah. And then for a little bit, uh, some time passed, uh, during the uh, like time afterward, uh, things start missing uh, going around missing in the uh, house as the smell of formaldehyde or this weird stench starts kind of permeating the house. Uh, like plastic fruit, um, uh, milk uh, milk jug is completely drained, mm-hmm. the dog's missing, and that becomes the big, like, kind of the tipping point um, for Camden. He, like, starts scolding his uh, daughter for, like, doing all these tricks and stuff because he thinks it's the daughter uh, acting up or something. But mm-hmm. she keeps blaming um, the... Uh, the man, this man, um, and because she keeps saying that he like squeezed through like the toilet, squeezed down the toilet or something like that. Um, so eventually, um, there's this foul smell, and I think like the tap, the pipe still or the taps aren't working. Yeah. So they call a plumber in, um, and when the pipe, the plumber opens up the pipes, they find dog bones and fur, and they mm-hmm. basically find their dog has been squeezed through the pipes of their plumbing, <laughs> um, and he has no idea how it got there. Like, it was obviously like some very strong suction, but the pipes don't have that type of suction to pull some, a bull pull a dog in. Um, they said by the look of it, it was pulled from the inside into it, so it yeah. wasn't pushed in. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it would have been some kind of suction or something from the inside pulled him in somehow. Um, he's never seen anything like it. And so uh, he stopped scolding his uh, daughter after that. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then a little bit uh, after that, or like the next day, uh, or the next night, um, Camden is woken up again by his daughter. Um, this time in, from his from her bedroom, and he says that the uh, the man was in her bedroom, and um, it's like, right, is he going to get me? And it's like, no, no, you're you're going to be fine. It's like, is he going to get me like the, like Rover? And it's like, no, don't be silly. You're you're, you're fine. Uh, where'd he go? Uh, we came we came in through the vents. Well, the next morning. <laughs> Camden wakes up and his daughter's gone. 
and uh, they they call the cops. They look around for uh, for the daughter um, on a on a a hunch. He he asks the police to check the vents, and that's where he finds his daughter, horribly crushed and mangled and twisted, barely uh, recognizable as a person. Um, as they pull her out of these like this tight vent space. Um, obviously, numero uno suspect is Camden because he starts spouting things about a man who can fit through the vents who killed her, um, and the cops just don't let, aren't going to let that fly. Um, but the day before, the night before his uh, his um, trial or court uh, trial. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh he somebody goes by his cell that he's being uh, kept in and he's missing and all that's left is uh some blood in the toilet and the sm- the faint smell of formaldehyde and while the 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 man or Camden were never seen again um the story kind of leaves off a cautionary like ending where like well if you smell like formaldehyde or like things start missing around your house you might have the squeeze um uh, roaming around, and that's kind of where it ends. Mm-hmm. Leaves off at a kind of a campfirey tale like ending. So that is the squeeze. Um, I've so we have just for some context for like the, what we're doing for uh, like our our thoughts and whatnot for the story. I've again listened to their actual play episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, my two co-hosts have not, <laughs> particularly because I wanted to have both context to the, like, the opinion uh, with context to the, sh- uh, their, their, their episode, their, like, the world they built in that mm-hmm. campaign. And how does the story stand as a standalone without that context? Because generally, like, with crew bosses, that's probably where you, if you do find this without listening to the podcast, like, that's where you're going to get them from. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so do you feel that there should be a link to the podcast on this? I, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um... So, uh, do we want to go into the art first before we go into grammar inquisition? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, guys, there isn't. There's a a, a a a drawing accompanies this on the on the Tumblr site. It's very sketchy. Yeah, it's very sketchy, and not in a bad way. It's like pencil sketch. It's literally just a sketch. Yeah, I don't mean that in a bad way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it it does illustrate the creature and the strange means of which how it travels. Um, it also has that slight sympathetic setup like Frankenstein's monster staring at the, its monstrous appearance in that mirror my tiny issue with that, with that story though is or with the artwork toward the story is the location in which the squeeze is squeezing through it in the picture it's um it's a sink in the bathroom mm-hmm. presumably yes. mm-hmm. it's never mentioned in the sh- in the story <laughs> that it goes that it squeezes in through the sink well, think about it like this. I, first of all, I agree. Oh. But um, think about it like this. The daughter says that he must have left through the toilet. Yeah, through, left through the toilet. Then he, he did could have later. arrived through the sink, for all we know. And he did leave through the toilet, uh, like through the toilet at the end. And the next, the next time we actually see a sink, I directly mentioned it was in the kitchen. Well, I actually went through it and like looked, and the, yeah. it never tells us that. It's, but again, the, just because it's, yeah. it's one of those things, like. Yeah, it's it, an assumption. <laughs> well, and it's one of those things where it says it came from the pipes. Yeah, when you follow the pipes, they go to the sewer essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they all reach a certain point. <laughs> they all, all flow down here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, so 
uh, they're all points are connected in that regard. Yeah. So if he's at that point, he can use any one he wants. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I just like uh, like when I read when I saw that, I was like, okay, I like it's good visual, but it doesn't mesh. Up. It's just like my one nitpick about the about the art. Um, was that it never actually shows him going through the or like coming in and going through the uh, the, the bathroom sink, but well, uh, and the drawing I believe was done by Will yeah. too. So, yeah. and I, I assume that the uh, dog bones went down the sink. Yeah, that's true. There so, could have been what the dog uh, bones, yeah, like the, the remains, remains. Yeah. yeah, So it clogged the sink, and that's why they. The plumber. Yeah. yeah, that was said in the story. Mm-hmm. So I don't it, understand why you're bringing it up. Well, we're trying to figure out why there's a sink in the picture. Because he can use a sink. Yes. yes. Yeah. Thanks for coming up, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I get you. It is, again, it is kind of a nitpick thing because again, yeah. like it's right there. But anyway, um, what do you guys have to say? Anything more about the art? Because that was my notes. <laughs> so. No, nothing but the art. Okay. Okay, well, I got a couple things. One is, well, everything is kind of nitpicky because it is awesome. Well, if you need to see it again. Um, one slight problem is it seems the um, the reflection yeah. is a little too low, slightly. Yeah. Like, the eyes of the yeah. reflection are almost mouth level with yeah. actually yeah. him. And, and his reflection, the mouth is open, but his mouth is actually closed. No, it's not. It's open. Right. But it's not just not open, open as much. Yeah. Yeah, it's all just nitpicky shit. Yeah, like that's... <laughs> the, wow. <laughs> just little things. But, um... And I had another one written down. Way to go, Will. <laughs> Drop Super the ball, kidding. totally. Yeah. No, you should totally hire the artist for our title cards. I mean, are you sure? I don't know. I don't know. That guy's kind of a douchebag. No. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, before I even write anything, I look at the picture and I'm like... I wrote down in my notes, creepy, well-done sketch, I hope this creature matches it. And after reading, we don't really get a description of the creature That's at all. actually in my notes, too. I think on my final thoughts, or my actual... Hang on, I'm just... Yeah, now that is literally my final... One of my final thoughts is, like, it, it's a cool boogeyman and some of that, but the story itself doesn't uh, reveal much about the creature's appearance but at least in writing, it relies too. It relies directly on that drawing being there. Yes, but that's because this is a first-hand account, and like it's because no one in the story ever actually sees it. Well, that is the, the daughter. The sees daughter it, does, but, like, but yeah. she doesn't explain who he, what he yeah. looks like. It's just there's a man there. Yeah, and that, that would be a an apt description for like an intruder, or, like something like this being thing, be, mm-hmm. thing being there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like. I don't know, I guess Camden could have sat down and said, like, what does it look like? Yeah. But there's only so much that a, a child can yeah. explain. Like, the, um, again, like, this is something, like, if you want to get a full description of the creature, not just the drawings of that, check out the podcast, because the actual play actually gives you a another, like, rumor or urban legend that one of the kids tells the other kids about mm-hmm. the, the squeeze, because it's like a local urban legend thing, and also gets a full description because the monster actually directly attacks them. <laughs> okay, fair. So. Um, but yeah, that's everything on the picture. Okay. So we'll go into everyone expects the Grammar Inquisition at this point. Yes, at this point, um, yes. So, uh, yeah, so start off with a quote. Uh, he got out of bed and checked. 
But when he got into the bathroom, there was nothing but a wet floor and the smell of formaldehyde. I think a period should be switched with a comma in this two in this in these two sentences. Um, also because there's a but at the beginning of the well, sentence. Is there? The the problem is yeah that that's in mind as well. Yeah. So I actually have the yeah my, my reformed sentence for it. Too. Yeah, it, you, you, <laughs> okay. you could add a comma, but the issue is it becomes wrong on sentence. So did you solve that as well? Well, let's find out. <laughs> we'll read it and we'll see if you're wrong. <laughs> Go ahead, do it. So he got out of bed to check, but when he got into the bedroom, or sorry, when he got into the bathroom, there was nothing on the floor, nothing but oh, yeah, nothing but a wet floor. Period. There was a smell. There was also a smell of. There was also the smell of formaldehyde. Period. So I do. So I. So just for. So he got out of bed to check, comma. But when he got to into the bed, bathroom, comma, there was nothing but a wet floor. Period. There was also the smell of formaldehyde. Period. Just I feel for like that last sentence is way too tiny. I'd I mean, say, no, no, there, I, like, I, I would say it's just like there was the wet floor and the smell of formaldehyde. So no, the problem with the thing with that is the it's a small sentence because it's supposed to accentuate like a clue to, as to the creature, or it's supposed to like um, not accentuate. Um, a, it's supposed to. Um, Highlight. Give, highlight, yes, thank you. That's yeah. what I was looking for. Uh, it was, it's to highlight a, a certain clue about the creature. Yes. Or about the scene, uh, which mm-hmm. is, like, keep it standalone from the rest of the scene. Like, that one stands out. Um, I actually have another comment, like, I think later in my... In the, yeah, actually, I, the, my last one of my last uh, grammar uh, inquisitions or grammar Nazis or whatever we're calling them now... Um, is actually about that kind of sequence because, again, it al- emphasizes a moment of discovery. Hmm. Um, so the next thing, I, next one I have is really super simple. It's just, um, it's the one, it's the, it's the quote, it's the line. Uh, but I saw him, Dad. He was there. Um, the I is not capitalized. <laughs> oh. Really super nitpicky, like like. It, but it was, but it was both in the Tumblr, uh, but was it, it was in the original post, and just like. It is dialogue, but like it should be a full, like a, a capitalized I. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because when you're speaking dialogue, you don't say capital I went over there. Yeah, exactly. You know, so yeah, that's unless you're a snob of some kind. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but um, uh, are kids lowercase highs? <laughs> Actually, no. <laughs> I was like, I see what you did there, but no, because <laughs> they're kids; they're smaller. Ah, yeah. No. <laughs> but we should make it a thing. Really? Should we? Yeah, totally. Okay. <laughs> anyway, next one. Um, when the plumber opened the pipes, he found a mass of dog hair and bones. He found the family dog. Thank you, Captain Obvious. That was my, 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 my just like first thought I came to mind. Is like, thank you, Captain Obvious. It, we couldn't really tell it. But that, hang on, hang on. I, I feel like you could lose that second statement, like you were saying earlier for my uh, smaller sentence. But an argument can be made, like I did earlier, regarding it, that sentence uh, being there to emphasize that moment of discovery. Like, to just like, like finalize, yes, this is what happened to Rover. <laughs> yeah, it's a good closure. And also, you do need that because a mass of hair and bones, it could be, like, your next-door neighbor. A mass of dog hair. And oh, it says dog hair? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it could be the neighbor's dog. <laughs> yeah. For some reason. 
or maybe they use, they use that sink to wash the dog, and uh, the dog hides his squirrel bones there. Yeah, maybe. That's all it is. Yeah, Rover's fine. Yeah, Rover's, Rover's actually just chilling over at the other uh, the other uh, neighbor's place, uh, hanging out with their dog. Yeah. 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 Rover will Man. live. Man. No, yeah. Rover is dead. <laughs> no, he's not. He's alive. Long live Rover. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and just because this goes into my actual thoughts... Why is it only hair and bones? What happened to the flesh and muscle? Eaten by the by the by the uh, the squeeze. Yeah, but presumably <laughs> from with with that gone, how do you know it's the dog? The skull. That's it, a, it. Would be smashed. Oh, it would be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, again, like <sighs> it's bones, as in fragments of. Yeah, bones. it's bone fragments and fur. Like, uh, so, I mean, like, the fur, like, a lot of that fur, like, if there's a lot of fur, like, that could be insinuated. Um, but, like, I guess you could say, like, maybe, like, add a sentence or something like that, or maybe, like, like maybe add something, like, like later on they clarified that it was the dog, or they, they found out later that it was the dog, that the remains were of, of, uh, of a dog. But I feel like, I mean, on, like, for, again, like, kind of, you gotta take it with a grain of salt, like, on first glance, like, yeah, well, like, the story is just trying to hit the beat of, like, yeah, the dog's been squeezed into the pipes, well, here's the thing, like, if their entire family's all blonde, and they have a black dog, and then their dog is missing, and then there is black dog hair and bones in their sink, yeah. and they can't find their dog. No, but, it's, but that's, you know, that's basically the same thing as what was said. Like, that's what I'm saying, there's yeah. not a problem with it. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm saying it's fine. <laughs> Alright, fair enough. Good. I'm glad we agree. Me too. Alright, we're done. Alright. And that's my notes. Cool. For uh, Grammar Inquisition. Mikey, do you have anybody left? He stands for evil. You forgot that. Sorry. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, so I got a couple more sentences that uh, begin with but and one that begins with and. You found all the butts. Yeah, there's too many. How many butts? Like I said, two more. And then okay. the one with an and. I see. Well, then again, even one butt is too much. Yeah. Or is one butt okay? Because that's normal for most people. Well, the first butt. Yes. Had another butt in the sentence. So there's so, a butt within a butt. Yes. Okay. So. But. <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, is that second butt used correctly though? <sighs> Technically, yes. Well, then there you go. That butt's fine. Yeah. The, yeah. It's the front butt that's the problem. Yeah. As always. Mm-hmm. Can you just move on? <laughs> You want to talk about butts more? No. Oh. That's a shame. Uh, All right, I'll just read them in order that I have them here. But she never admitted to doing anything. And the smell was like death. But if you listen late at night, you might hear strange noises from the pipes. Do you have a problem, Caltus? I just I, I require a little bit of context to the. That's the, the whole point. Yeah. Because you need context, those sentences no, no, I need know, to I be connected. No, I need context. Like those were all separate. Like they weren't all like like at the same time. They were no. in separate parts. Yeah, yeah. I just mean like I kind of want. I would like like you to read like what what came before that first but. It doesn't matter. Whatever is before that does not make it okay. The word but and the word and, this is super grammary and boring, whatever, who cares? Either way, it's to conjoin two words. Yeah, or so, two sentences. Yeah, two sentences, rather. So if you start with that, if you start by saying but this, you're like, you, you're missing what it's con- connecting to. Okay, fair enough. Do you get it? Yeah. Are you sure? I, I do, yeah, I do. Yeah, that, that's why it's a grammar Nazi. Yeah. 
Okay. Good. Okay. Cool. All right. <laughs> All right. I just like, yeah, like I was just, I'm just, I'm just curious as to what, like, what I, I just want to know, like, what the sentence was prior, just so I can like make sense of that of what you just said. It isn't the um, the one that's in dialogue, right? The but I saw him dead. Because that's dialogue. So that's dialogue. Oh, so that gets passed. It's, that, that's not dialogue. Yeah. None of them are dialogue. Uh, oh, it's the beginning of a paragraph, the last one. I found so there it. Is oh, yeah, no, that was, yeah, yeah. Actually, I think I have that one. There is no sentence before it that is technically connected. Uh, hang on. Uh, no one ever saw him or the man ever again. But if yeah. you listen late, uh, uh, like late at night... Yeah, it, it's it's a con- it's weird because that pa- like <sighs> technically those two paragraphs like like one is finishing off like the story of the man being attacked of the of the man being killed by the uh, the squeeze like, and his family being killed by the squeeze, and then the, the the last paragraph we get, which is that the next one that happens, is a transitionary thing and basically goes it goes into like them like basically giving that campfire story ending warning about yes. the squeeze and the ending is fine. But read that. Read the start of that without the butt. Yeah, I know. It works I, just I, fine. I, I literally just looked at it like, yeah, you could definitely just have if like so. Or you okay. can use however. Right now, no one ever saw him or the man again ever again. If you listen late at night, you might he, you might hear strange noises from the pipes. Check or however, yeah, yeah, or whatever. So it's saying like the previous sentence. No yeah, one saw him again. I think I should, however, I think however would probably be better. Yeah. fit for that. Basically, I guess, yeah, when we, whenever we mention, like, but and and at the beginning of, the, of a sentence, it's really, like, find something else yeah. than but or and, because mm-hmm. they aren't, like, but and and go, uh, go, before com- or go after commas, not periods. Yeah. Yeah, do I need to find another example? Or no, I, or you, you, you've proven your point. All right. And that's the end of my uh, grammar lessons. Alrighty then. Alright. Or grammar inquisitions, if you will. It doesn't matter. I just thought it would be interesting since we've done it at this point, like we've been doing it so long, it's just like a little bit of a, a fresher take would be work better. Mm-hmm. Well, I only have one grammar related uh, discrepancy. Okay. Um, <laughs> we're, we should all have like, a different name. like that. <laughs> <laughs> grammar related discrepancy. Nope. <laughs> um, it's um, just the way that the first paragraph is laid out. Um, it's laid out with three really small sentences and then a a normal length sentence, and I, I just kind of I don't really like it when they're really short sentences. Mm-hmm. Like here they are. One night, Camden Green was woken up by his daughter. Period. She told him that there was a man that a man was in their bedroom. Period. He got out of bed and checked. Period. Like there's so many little sentences. Like the short sentences almost make it seem like I should be reading this out of a pop up book, with each sentence being the under a page, which would be creepy and awesome. Yeah. But, like, all oh, that God, information... The squeeze, like, almost like a, like a Dr. Seuss-style uh, yes. story. Yes, do it, that, I, I, kind of, I kind of want to... Please do it. Will, uh, might be sending you a message uh, sometime soon. Yes! <laughs> but yeah, um, little sentences, I guess they have their place in certain situations, but I don't know if I like it right from the get-go. Yeah. Um, That's just I, I, me personally, the, the, I don't know. The first two, guys. yeah, I, I do remember, like, not stumbling over it, but like again, yeah. The sudden, I did remember like kind of like slowing down for the like kind of the speed bump. That yeah. That, for the first paragraph one, um, and like I said, I actually used the uh, the last one you said. Like he got up out of bed to check. Period. But when he got to the bathroom, blah 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 blah. I, I even suggest like putting a comma rather than a period there because it 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 slows it down but doesn't stop it abruptly like that. Yeah. It's like it's like an old like Morse code thing. It's like. 
Um, he got out of bed unchecked. Stop. Well, it's not Morse code. That's a telegraph. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, not Morse code. Yeah. Fuck. Morse code. Just beep, yeah. beep, beep, no. beep, beep, beep. Yeah. It's um, uh, like what you just said. I can't remember. Telegraph. Telegraph. Thank you. <laughs> it's so long ago. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's the only uh, grammar-related discrepancy I have. Okay. Uh, then I guess we'll go into actual thoughts. Okay. So, again, this is really just kind of going harping back to the art, uh, to the art, uh, my, my art nitpick discrepancy. Um, he must have squeezed down the toilet, but the image shows a sink. <laughs> and I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, absolutely. Uh, I'll actually, maybe I'll, I'll get rid of the other one I have in there, because I have another one where it just keeps harping on it. But, I, mean, um, I mean, if that bugged you the whole time. It didn't bug me, it's just like, it was just like my one nitpick of the story. Like, you like, went in, seeing this creature going down the sink, and you never and had never that happened. scene. Yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, you know what? For, for the like the other one, I have. Um, well, let me raise a question then. What? Would you have liked it better if the the image showed him going down a toilet and the little girl running away, or something, or like going through the vent while the little girl is under like covers under the covers Maybe, or something? I don't know. But, like actually drawing never, a scene that's actually really in. the story is. It's not told by the from the perspective of Camden, but we are staying with Camden the whole time. Yes, mm-hmm. we never like we're never in the spot where the where the, where the with the, with the daughter. It's always we're basically the camera's always focused on Camden, even if it's not through Camden's eyes. Actually, let me raise you another question. You've seen the actual actual play? Yeah, even, Is, I've listened to the actual play. Yeah, no, you've seen it with your ears. Um, <laughs> but, um, in that, was it ever described? Of the squeeze going in or coming out of a sink. Uh, the legend. Yeah. The I think the legend. I, I have paraphrased the, the actual like urban legend that was told in the story. Yes. Um, I think it is mentioned. I believe it's mentioned. Um, because but they, I'm they, asking they it because what yeah. might have happened was they did the actual play. He drew the. The image, and then wrote the pasta after. Yeah. Um, I think it's just like Mikey said. I think the image is. Um, or the whole idea of it going down the sink or going down the toilet, all the pipes run down to the sewer, which is also where they encounter the creature in the first place. Oh, okay. Is that they enc- they're, they're, all, they're down in the sewers, and then they encounter the squeeze there. So, like, it's, it's, it's layer, basically. Um, so, yeah, again, like, it's just basically another pipe line, basically, you can mm-hmm. squeeze through. Um, so, yeah, no. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, no, one, the other one I was, like... Uh, yeah, you don't, I don't have to say. It was basically just like... Because it mentions that it, uh, it, it came through the uh, the kitchen sink. Mm-hmm. Or it came in or out of this kitchen sink. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, I guess like, oh, I guess that that, that thing that's looking at... It's refle- that reflective surface that was looking at in the pit image could be a kitchen, uh, like a w- kitchen window. Maybe not a mirror, but it just seemed more too reflective <laughs> based on the drawing. Again, super nitpicky about the art in conjunction to the story... So what we do here. I'll move on. <laughs> I'll move on to my next comment. Yep. Uh, the following day, the family noticed the strange smell all over the house and odd things missing. Plastic fruit, dog treats, and a full gallon of milk drained. No one could find the family dog anywhere. The dog missing seems a bit more of a priority <laughs> than the other missing stuff. That said, it could be argued the reason the, uh, the important missing thing is left last is to build up tension or sense of escalation. In the narrative, because like oh like missing fruit, and like, also the dog's missing, um, and that would like oh oh shit yeah, <laughs> like I that that is my mention about like the why the um, you felt that the dog should have been the first one mentioned, uh, well initially, and then I was like well you know what actually it does build 
like and a sense of of dreadful escalation there. Yeah. Because like oh, just missing plastic fruit and dog treats and milk has been drained. Okay. Oh shit, the dog's missing. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I I actually kind of like jumped back from like what I was going to like go into that story like about that and I was like because. I basically self-argued myself. Hmm. Yeah, that happens sometimes. Yeah. Um, and then we have a line that only really makes sense if you guys listen to, if you guys, if you listen to the Elder Hollow campaign um, in terms of the set and note setting. So he spanked her for being such a defiant child, and she could have no dessert, but she never admitted to doing anything. Based on Elder Hollow, the campaign setting, uh, the scooter comes from. Ah, the 80s. Much more direct parent discipline. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Because, like, now that shit wouldn't it's fly. It's not kosher anymore. Mm-hmm. But, like, again, like, that was something, like, spankings and stuff that were something from the 80s. And, again, the series does take place in the 80s, so. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you see Dennis the Menace, like, yeah. freaking another parent could discipline your children. Yeah. Like, that's fine. Back then. Back then. Yeah. Uh, and I can quote uh, Game Grumps on this. With Dennis, I'm gonna give you a fire across the ass. When they do the Dennis the Menace video game, right? It's funny. Cool. Yes. Um, the next one I have is uh, he went down the vent, and uh, yeah, he went down the vent. She said, pointing. Camden didn't see how anything could get down there. Uh, he no- he did notice the screws were loose and that smell, that horrible smell. Can I sleep with you and mommy? It's just a dream, honey. You'll be okay. Am I going to end up like Rover? No, honey. It's all just a bad dream. He reassured her. Seriously? Your dog was sucked down a pipeline. Or down a pipe. And you're not taking your daughter's sightings slash warnings of a man creeping in from the pipes. Seriously? Parent of the year. He still doesn't believe. Yeah. Also, Mommy? This is the first and only time we hear about, about her in any of this. That's a good point. She is not mentioned during the court trial thing or like like... Or anything like that. Like, just she's just. I wasn't aware there was a mother. Only except for that one little <laughs> bit of dialogue. Can I sleep between you? Can I? Can I sleep with you and mommy? I mean, this is the eighties. It's not necessary to write her in, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a creepy pasta. That kind of thing just happens. Yeah. Cardboard cutout. Parent. Uh, other parent. Yep. <laughs> Plot twist. The mom is a rotting corpse. <laughs> Plot twist. The mom is the squeeze. Yep. That's his main squeeze. <laughs> But no, you're welcome. I'll be leaving now. <laughs> Good, we don't need you anymore. No. Oh, fine. That's good. No, come back. I'm back. Ninja Ball. <laughs> nice. Um, and then my last one is actually the last two paragraphs. I should read the entire paragraph. The night of his sentencing, county jail guard walked past... That's his, his name. <laughs> yeah, no, that's literally how it's read. So that's literally how it's said. So yeah, apparently... The county jail guard. No, his name is County. <laughs> county jail guard. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> walked past. Uh, yeah. Walked past his cell and found it empty. The only sign of anything was an overflowing toilet with mi- with blood mixed in with the toilet water. No one ever saw him or the man ever again. But if you listen late at night, you might hear strange noises from the pipes. Check your bathroom and to see. Okay. We've got some grammar. Sorry, sorry, Will. We have some more grammar notes here. All right. So, first off, county jail guard, like the county jail guard. No. No, no. No. Or. No. Hmm? no. 
Uh, it's the start of a new paragraph. Yeah. So the night of his sentencing, county jail guard walked past his cell. So it's the <laughs> county past. jail guard's cell. <laughs> okay. And he's looking at it, and he found it empty. It's like, oh, my cell is empty. <laughs> that, that's, uh... <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's my, weird. That should be in there. My I'm second not. grammar Nazism, or my second grammar inquisition for this. And you don't have to change his name, because clearly his name, he is a count. That is also that it just wanders these these jails. So he is count. Then E is the abbreviation of his first name, and his last name is Jelgard. No. Yeah. <laughs> he is just a wandering <sighs> count that goes around counting all the. My the next thing <laughs> to make sure that the next, there. The next thing I notice here is check your bathroom and to see if there is water on the floor. So you need to remove the and between bathroom and. To see. So it's check your bathroom to see if there is water on the floor, because that and is just there for no reason. Yeah, I guess. Um, I guess it could also be work as check your bathroom and see if yes. there is any water. You don't uh, need so both. If, yeah, you don't need both, yeah. Um, account for everything. Are you missing any odds and ends or food from the fridge? Do you smell formaldehyde coming from the vents? It might just be your imagination. Or it might just be something sinister squeezing through the pipes looking for its next victim. So before I got all those, like, like before I got stumbled across, uh, before I stumbled across those little grammar Nazis, the count, oh, yeah. the count and the, the double word, yeah. I do feel like this is a classic campfire tale ending. Yes. Um, I definitely did get, when, when I first read it, uh, and even to a degree still now, uh, I did get kind of a good old vibe, a good old fashioned vibe. Of from this ending, like of like again, like the campfire, uh, like the creepy campfire story, or like the classic creepy pasta uh, warning ending. Yeah, um, and that is my actual thoughts. So, what did you have to say, Mikey? Uh, well, there's, there's one more grammar Nazi there. Oh, really? at the very end. Uh, what the symptom? Sen- the sentence begins with or. Yeah, God damn you, damn you, and your nitpickingness. <laughs> How dare you be right on everything? God damn you! <laughs> Truly, you are evil. That's fine. We're trying to be constructive here. Yeah, no, we are. Yeah, you know, you know, despite our being silly and like over critical, this does come from like like we want to like try and help with the story. Like, like yeah, we're essentially giving it a quick round of editing. Yeah, by and also making the show somewhat enjoyable. Went through this. Well, that's questionable, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I had two issues. Okay. First issue, the pipes and the vents. Yes. When reading this, I was like, okay, he goes in the pipes, and then suddenly he sort of switches to being in the vents. Yes. Yeah. And that sort of rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. He's not Mario. He doesn't have to use pipes to get around. He but can that's use any, his M.O. His M.O. is squeezing through things, things that normal t- people, people would never be able to, or that would cr- would kill a person otherwise. It could be the gap between a house and a shed that's like half a foot wide. I'm but gonna, people just go... I'm going to mention this earlier, but it's like the squeezing man from the Squeeze uh, episode of X-Files, <laughs> episode, season one, where there is a serial killer who is a mutant who can squeeze through... Under fucking as uh, small spaces as under a door, yeah. and kill people, or go through the drains and kill people, or a keyhole yeah. situation. No, 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 no. I think a keyhole's like stretching it. 
But, um, <laughs> in the episode, I think he directly comes from, like, out of vents and, like, under from underneath the... Uh, uh, a uh, door underneath a door, or even f- out of the out of the drain. So like it's, I, I gotta think. Um, and you say a keyhole stretching it. Drain holes are like tiny. No, I know. Yeah, it, I, I just it, I never it never showed him doing that yeah, in, the, in, the, okay. in the show. And again, I I got like X like that's a pretty popular, pretty famous uh, X Files episode. So I, I do wonder if um, the squeeze from this one did have some inspiration. It's possible. Or did give did, did was inspired loose uh, by. That at least partially, at least that kind of what it came across to me. Um, Will, if you're out there and you're listening to this, um, you can confirm or deny uh, in the comment section below. So, the other issue I had, which goes back to the dog. Okay. So, they find only hair and dog bones in the pipes. Yes. And then, when they find the daughter... They find her in a crumpled mess. Yes. Why isn't she just hair and dog bones? Because clothing, too. For all we know, he doesn't like the taste of human flesh, and he just likes eating animals. So he just, for some reason, felt like killing this one, but he doesn't eat them. He does also maybe the time lapse, because she was found presumably the same day as she disappeared. Well, so was the dog. Did the dog... The dog was, like, found missing the next morning, and then they found him that day Okay, there. So, he just didn't eat her. Uh, like, again, this would be an assumption. I know how much some of us hate assumptions, but... Based on personal experience, plumbers don't... Uh, sometimes aren't able to show up the same day that you want them to. They, you sometimes have to schedule them to come in, like, a couple of days later. Yeah. So and so there are the police... What? Neither are the police. Oh, so it's oh, missing. Somebody, if somebody's missing, you have 24 hours to find that, that person. Or they are officially declared missing. Or like, might yeah, be it's 24 it. hours, but at the or, same time, this is in the 80s. That's and they're not going to act until 24 hours is up. But it's also a child, so they usually take pre- uh, precedence on chi- on children. And also, he, the cops didn't find her. He did. Well, he asked the cops to check the vents. While they oh, were, right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, the cops were looking around the house, like doing prepping a search party... After they he showed they showed up, I, I think again I we could this uh, the, we, I could be wrong, but I feel like maybe like there was a time lapse between the dog uh, disappearing and then like them finding the remains versus the it's not said so we don't yeah, know exactly it's left to assume that's all like the same day because it's not said yeah yeah so some sort of time situation would be nice I guess I guess yeah. but would it really add anything I mean not really because again like you put like you. Your point is like, yeah, like the dog was like down to uh, firm bones, and the the child is just mangled horribly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, like, like this creature is at least somewhat intelligent. Well, to the point that it would drink milk out of a milk bag and not just eat uh, the entire actually, bag. not milk bag. Uh, uh, Americans don't have milk bags. Didn't it say bag. It said milk jug. Jug. Oh well, either way, he drained the jug <laughs> yeah. and didn't yeah. eat the plastic. That is going to screw up, like screw up, like that. That is going to warp the minds of a bunch of listeners from America right now. It's like, wait, milk bags? Because <laughs> yeah, they're a thing. Yeah, I know. they're neat. It's almost like reloading a gun because <laughs> you have your plastic <laughs> bag. Like, you pull it to make milk bags, and then you have to like actually knock it down on the table and make sure yeah. it sits in there right. Yeah. Yep, it's fun. <laughs> It makes breakfast fun. <laughs> it's fun, eh? Yeah. How you like that boot? 
Yeah. What? What? I don't know. We're failing as Canadians. Move on. Right. <laughs> so, based on these two things, yes. I have theorized there's actually two monsters. Ooh. Okay. So, there's the vent monster, which kills ah. the girl. Well, you know, if this and does... And then yeah. there's the squeeze... Which is trying to save the girl. So the squeeze did nothing wrong. <laughs> so wait, it's just like, get out here quickly, I'll save you. <laughs> Does the SNTF actually exist within the Elder Hollow universe now? Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> there are a lot of, like, based on that campaign, there are a lot of supernatural entities roaming around Elder Hollow. So perfect. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if, like, I, I, honestly, like, the fact that, like, there might be two creatures attacking the same household. No, not attack. Or, not atta- or one defending. The vent against- monster is trying to save her, yeah. but he just doesn't know any better and just crushes her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's actually really interesting. I like that idea. <laughs> yeah. Will sequel to Elder Hollow: the, the attack of the vent creature, or the, the attack of the vent monster. He's not attacking. He's <laughs> he's being real nice. Just you know. Yeah, I mean, know well, exactly. Well, again, Migos from Lovecraft. Don't realize that having our brains removed from our bodies and stuck in a jar is not a nice thing to do. But they do it because they want that's the only way that we can travel through space. Yeah. Or that they know that we that how to travel through space. They transfer their their minds and their brains into something else. So like while we're screaming through our in our, our consciousnesses are screaming as our brains are just in a in a uh, in a isolated tube. Um, they think we're just like, oh, I bet they're having a great time, great old time, as we fly, they fly to Pluto for us. <laughs> with us. Yep. So it's like, yeah, like they, it's basically being terrifying by being ignorant of an, of, of an alien culture. Yeah, it's the most horrible way to, like, but with really good intentions. Yeah, it's actually a, a recent, uh, well, at least a recent to me, idea to, like, treat the mythos in terms of, like, Cthulhu and stuff like that, is that they're not horrifying, or it's not that they don't care, or it's not that they're in sinister or anything like that. They just, they, they want to help us the way they know how to help us. Yeah. And that doesn't help because they don't understand us. Basically, they are blissfully ignorant of our needs, biologically yeah. and like psychologically. So they're not actually thinking, I but want to hurt this person. Yeah, they're they're actually, just like, I have like, to do this. Oh, well, like, we want to help you. Like, yeah. yeah. And it's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Listen to him scream. You must be so happy. <laughs> yeah, that's how we, that's how we, like, super. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Just or yeah, exactly. It's like I love that idea of like a monster like who's terrifying. Who's not trying to be? But, but they're not trying to be. They're, that's actually how they think. Like they're helping. Yeah. Like I'm helping. I'm helping. I'm helping you. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty interesting, actually. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so so that's my thoughts. Yeah, I, uh-huh. I really like that. It was a good. That was a good. Uh, was pretty good. So what would what would this? So is this is it like the squeeze the vent monster? Well, Where it, it like, looks similar because it has the same description because the man is in the vents. Yeah. Question. When you were talking about the vents, I believe you said that the screws were loose. Mm-hmm. I think the yeah. screws were loose. Were and there they? Was the smell, yeah. yeah, and there was the smell of vermeldehyde. So it's not saying they weren't loose. No. no. I read it as weren't. I can pull it up right now. Um, so then that means the vent monster actually takes it off. He yeah, takes yeah. the vent off. Yeah, he actually yeah. Had, to, had to actually, like... Unscrew the, uh, the the. So he he doesn't squeeze. He no, just kind of he's, he's small enough to get in he's there. He's small enough to get in there. So he's not like the squeeze. He is the squeeze, because the squeeze would just like gone right down the pipe or gone right through the uh, like the vent slit, yeah. slits. This guy has like a tool belt and he like has to unscrew. Well, or he's got really good like like claws or something like that or like fingers and stuff. Yeah. Like that. I like to imagine with a tool belt though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
It's just Mario. It's just, yeah, it's a horrible deformed Mario creature. It's a full like Mission Impossible harness and shit. Yeah. Like if the fence in the ceiling, like a, a cord comes down and shit, and he's just like, yeah, like exactly. sprawled out as being lowered down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> here, we'll get you out of here. But the vent is like super tiny. Or to, so make, it more, or to make it more horrifying, the, the cord itself is actually just his umbilical cord. Oh, there you go. Like, yeah. Or some kind of horrible tentacle he has on his back or on his stomach. Or oh, Mike, you like that idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> somebody out there, do that up. Yeah, I might have to draw that. Just like. Would he be on his horrible grotesque thing? Like, and like the belt and stuff is like a biotech thing, so it's just like it's like part of his body. Like, it just like opens a flap. And, like, like the umbilical cord like is going through that it's and like wound up in it's it. It's like a kangaroo flap, so it's like like uh, horrible orb. Like, yes, we're making Mikey like gross, gross out. So we're much. making him gross. He already is gross. We're making him gross out so yes, much. Indeed. All right. Anyway, then like you activate that thing and it spins up the umbilical cord to really up. Yeah, it's like pulling it into the. No, no. What he does is he just like he does that. Oh, he yeah. just like he like physically has to like reel himself in. It's basically like a belt or like a tail like that can wrap around your waist. Yeah, we are made, we are inventing a whole new monster for this suit. That's totally fine. I like it. I like it. It's pretty awesome. I mean, with no description and with actually a different means of travel, it, yeah. it probably is a different creature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Again, again, you guys like check out Elder Hollow. I cannot emphasize that enough. It is a fun twenty six twenty seven episode. Um, campaign of childhood horror a la The Goonies meets Monster Squad meets uh, It. How long are each episode? Uh, about an hour. They, okay. they cut their, their podcast, they cut their, their podcast up into uh, hour-long segments. Okay. So if you got a day to burn... Yeah, if you have a day to burn or if you have a week to, uh, to cut it up between over that, or if you have like a long car ride... Yeah. Or a series of car, long car rides... It's 27 hours of driving. <laughs> yeah. At that point, like I said, if you have a series of long car rides, yeah. like I, if, I, if I you finish the entire series, you should probably pull over and have a nap. <laughs> like I generally listen to these uh, on car rides, like to work or to like places, um, or while I'm at work, I just like have my like, an earbud in and I just listen to the like just for background just noise. Yeah, just yeah. to like have something to do because otherwise, like my job's rather quiet. Otherwise, so. Yeah. Well, it can't always be quiet. Like, when you sacrifice to Cthulhu, they're not always obliged to... I mean, I generally... That's how I block it out. Like, oh, that's the, fair. The, 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 like, the, the guys in the next few bowls, those that are, like, setting up the uh, the intestine pentagram, like, they're just... It's really noisy, and so it's just like, I just, like, put my both earbuds in at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Understandable. You don't need to hear the splorching. No, it's not necessary. I mean, when you hear it so much, like, Yeah. It's not fun anymore at that point. Yeah. Remember the good old days work. when it was just... You go out into a, a secluded part of the woods, and you just sacrifice a goddamn lamb or a goat yeah. to your elder gods. Like, what happened to that in those times? Now it's all, like, cubicles and clean, like, office-built spaces. I mean, because, like, you're uh, you're polluting the environment, you know, making a mess of it. Am there. I? Yeah. Are we? Yeah. I don't think so, but I guess PETA had a, had a few things to say. Yeah, that's like, the real problem. I mean, they're the ones that pushed us to start sacrificing humans rather than goats and animals. Yeah, look what they did. Fucking God, <laughs> God's damn it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Moving on from the silliness. Um, yeah. The first note we talked about with the picture. So after Camden is uh, woken up to his daughter yeah. and saying that there's a man in the bathroom, seeing the wet floor and, and smelling the smell. After that, um, the quote is, he put her back to bed and said nothing about it. 
So he's leaving the water <laughs> and on the, the floor. And the smell. That's going to cause irreparable damage to his house black now mold. as it the, seeks like, through. Seeks forget, through. forget the squeeze. You're going to have to do a black mold. That I know. <laughs> he's going to have to lift the tiles, try to dry it out. And if it's a lot of water, I'm sure it'll be dripping through whatever whatever is well, under okay, the no, bathroom. No, no, to be fair, to be fair, um, bathrooms like tiled bathroom floors generally will uh, are sealed, so they like the water's just going to stay there. Though it's just going to stagnate. Like, yeah, so he's basically was... leaving his daughter to deal with it the next morning. Oh yeah, totally. Or the non-existent mother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but either way. One would think he needs at least throw a towel down on it. Yeah, right? A good job adulting, essentially. Again, parent of the year. Yeah, totally. <laughs> That's what we get out of this. Camden is the best parent of all parents that could ever parent. Yes. Yes. So, um, the following day, the family noticed a strange smell all over the house and odd things missing. Maybe a damp kind of wood smell, perhaps, wet drywall. I wonder why, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because who knows how much water came out of that. It could have been, like, an inch deep the entire bathroom. <laughs> okay, yeah, if it's an inch deep, I figure it was just, like, again, it was just, like, a, a, like a, a couple of shallow puddles, like, yeah. from, just, like, water spilling over. But, yeah, no, <laughs> if it's like that, like, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just a real-world horror situation where it's like, oh, man, it's everywhere! I'm going to have to, like, dry all this out. I'm going to have to replace that drywall. <laughs> horrible, horrible real-world horror. Yep. Um, so then it gets to the next day. And I get to the quote of, no one could find the family dog anywhere. And all I wrote down is, don't you dare. <laughs> don't you make me uh, dislike I mean, this story be, already. Okay, to be fair, the Tumblr site does have, have, does let, like make you have to sign up um, to the Tumblr site to actually view it because of because uh, it's like not safe or something like that. Because of triggers and shit. I, I or that was like so like because there is some gruesome stuff in the story. Yeah, a lot mm-hmm. less gruesome stuff than the actual like urban legend from the from the actual play. The actual yeah. play, uh, like urban legend that the, the kid men- mentions, is far darker than what we see here. Oh, well, you have <laughs> but, to elaborate. Yeah, um, I think I, I have a feeling since this was done afterwards, I think he might have toned down <laughs> what was what, what the story was like, maybe. Are you going to go just, into that in your front I'll, I'll go in, I'll go into okay. it. I do have the, the paraphrased. So. Cool. So, um, as I'm reading through the story, I'm seeing all these red flags that uh, Father of the Year is not picking up like, on. Like, get out. Get out now. <laughs> yeah, like the random formaldehyde smell from the... From, right from Jump also, Street. formaldehyde smell. You have a chemical leak. You have like, a, a gas or chemical leak in your home. Get somebody in here or yeah. get out. <laughs> like, uh, that's the first flag. And then... The dog becoming in the drain, even though it's literally impossible for the like vacuum, like like sucked into the drain, like all yep. of the, the that alien creature from Alien Resurrection went through that little hole. Yep. Like that's kind of how I pictured like how the dog get, got sucked through there. It's just like pretty much, and then the the smell comes back. So so far the smell showed up, and then something very bad happened. Yeah. So then the smell shows up again in your daughter's room. And it's like, oh, it'll be fine. And the daughter's like, where is he? Or, or the daughter's like, he's in the vents. Am I going to end up like Rover? No, it's just a bad dream. It's like, do you want your child to die? I mean, it's, it's <laughs> totally like, possible. Because he does like not you're crushed, Like, you're, you're crushed emotionally when you find your crushed daughter out in the vent. But, like... This could have been prevented. This could have been completely prevented if you had only heated your. And I mean, again, that's there wouldn't again, be a story in that case. Yeah, it is the the crux of a hal- of a not Halloween of a, of a horror story of a creepypasta is like the sometimes you need the, the 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 character to like basically they are cautionary tales of like don't like don't be like this character kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but it's just like but sometimes it like kind so of pulls you because it's like how could you not do this? Yeah. What planet are you from? Kind of deal. 
sometimes there's people like that though. Like yeah, that yeah, too. Like that's the other thing. But yeah, no, it is such a tropey um thing that like yeah, yeah it's, it's like it's horror movies like I gotta go down in the basement. Let's split up yes, gay. basement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're splitting up, yeah, a lot of Scooby Doo. Yeah. yeah. Good bad ideas. Good idea, bad idea. Good idea. Mm-hmm. Leaving the house when you smell formaldehyde. Bad idea. Staying in the house when your daughter says that there's a creepy man uh, smelling formaldehyde coming from the vents. The end. <laughs> that a maniacs? I, I'm aware. No. You did it. Cool. Last two things. One being, I don't fully see the point of the formaldehyde smell, because it doesn't really go anywhere, aside from just going, he's near. Because that's what he smells like. It is but... a signifier. Um, there, it's some... Some meta knowledge is a little bit needed um, uh, for ex- for extended like like look into that, but yeah. Otherwise, like as a, from a standalone point of view for the story, it does serve as the purpose of like you know what the creature's near when you start smelling the formaldehyde. Yeah, it's just to give us um, something that smells like the creature. Yeah, the creature doesn't like he's not he, he isn't formaldehyde. He just smells kind of like he that. smells like chemicals. Yes, indeed. Which. Again, I'll go into when we actually like do the well when I paraphrase the uh, the origin story, urban legend. So, and also the um, uh, the fact that the random things go missing don't really go anywhere. Um, I don't really get that. <laughs> it's it's because he's he basically he starts looking for food, and then he finds the dog, and uses that for food. I guess he basically starts going up the food chain, <laughs> but he's found the fridge and the gallon of milk. But he wants more. Well, milk isn't food. That's just a beverage. Yeah, but if he's found the fridge, <laughs> there he went straight anyway. for the yeah. milk. Also, he goes for plastic fruit. <laughs> then yeah. again, like, that, that's just because like he looks like fruit, and like he's a visual creature. So well, that's like, the thing. Like, yeah. Is he actually intelligent enough to um, go, that's fruit? Yes, no. So? like He's a supernatural creature, so he does have some uh, predatory intelligence. Well, so I'm asking you like you're the writer, but I, you, you do I, know I, more I do about know, it than we do. I, yeah, I, I, I've seen the creature in action, as it were, yeah. from, by listening to the, the episode. Like he does um, think? He, he is a creature, like again, a supernatural creature or like a pseudoscience-y fringe creature. Um, but he does have, and he, he is, he started off human, um, but he is something more. Okay. So he has like a preternatural intelligence. All right. And then my last <laughs> note is, uh, how and why did Camden get blamed for all this? Because aside from it being his daughter and being in his house, there's no proof that he did any of this. <laughs> like, not to get too real with this, yeah. but it's like if someone broke into your house, killed a member of your family and left, and then you being blamed for it. It doesn't hurt, help his... I will say, like... I, I was actually I was about, I was going to leave that put that in my notes, and then I read the part where he started talking about it wasn't it was a, it was a man that came through the pipes. I even though it's Elder Hollow anywhere I feel like if you start spouting that you're it's not going to help your defense. So it's because he's spouting no random believed, nonsense. No it makes him look him. insane. Exactly. Mm-hmm. His the, the, unfortunately like he like if he said someone broke saying, in and shoved her in there he would have been fine probably yeah, by saying that by by spouting the truth. He has damned himself. Yeah, I guess I could, I could see that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I left that out of my notes initially, like, as a problem, because it makes sense in terms of, like, again, the boy who cried wolf. It's but essentially, no, it's, it's like, yeah, he's, he's blaming his daughter's death on something that, 
most people would not believe. Exactly. Because yes. it is completely outlandish. So that makes him look like he's insane. And because his daughter died criminally Also, criminal he, knew, he, po- he pointed out the vents to the cops... And you'd think that would would spare him, like, because he why would he why would he yeah. show them where the, it is? Mm-hmm. Um, but the cops might also interpret that as a confession. That's mm-hmm. true. Like uh, a second consciousness of him could be the man in the vents and his whole yeah. Like he just hears things in the vents and he shoved her up there. Yeah, yeah. After she, he killed her or crushed her or whatever, yeah, it's possible. No, yeah, it's it's a. It's a sad, like, again, it's the part of the tragedy of this of the Camden of the Greens, is that like Camden was blamed mis, uh, for the. Are these Greens. characters from the actual play? No, they're just uh, it's for the story. It's just another. Yeah, okay. the, the, the even the urban legend that um, is in the actual play uh, doesn't actually mention who the characters were in the okay. spread that the squeeze is like from or whatever. It just says a girl and a boy and some of that. It doesn't actually say names, um, and. The squeeze is just like again an urban legend at the time in that in the in the in the setting. So okay. So that's the end of my notes. So going on from there, um, I have a question in regards to the um, the actions that the squeeze takes in this creepypasta. Yeah, are they um, fair to what happens in the actual play? Like yeah. they're actually yeah, it's it's a predatory creature. It's only it's it goes around. Uh, it is sinister. It is. It hunts like for food. It looks for food. It it takes. It drags things down to its lair, basically, uh, in the sewers from pipes. So it's pretty accurate to what the creature does. Um, also, I guess that's why the the bones were still there. Like he was pulling it down, and the only things that could squeeze small enough were meat. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, exactly. And then, like again, it. Um, but then again, that doesn't explain why the daughter was left intact. In the vents, mm-hmm. yeah. except for the fact that it's a different creature. Mm-hmm. It say. might have been a different yeah, creature, or like, uh, mm-hmm. or yeah, for maybe he got spooked or something like that um, after like killing the daughter in the. I don't, I, I don't know. I really don't understand. Again, just other than just like to find the mo- the, the daughter, like it, it's it kind of it it, bones again. I will say it is kind of a weird outlier that like that she was left in the vents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Maybe he was full. Yeah, from, from eating Rover, so he's like, "I'll just leave this here for tomorrow." Yeah, exactly. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. it is a little strange. Yeah, it is, mm-hmm. especially yeah. with the the loose vent nuts as well, the yeah. screws. That's also weird. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah. again, the creature isn't uh, again in the story. The creature is relative, somewhat intelligent enough to like be able to like problem solve. So, like again, like the, the that he wouldn't have to though, would he? It might be. Oh, well, oh actually, you know what? Um, if the if they were open, uh, slightly like slightly loose. Maybe he didn't need to get through there, but he wanted to make sure he could get her through there. Because she's not getting through. Like, she, he's kind of malleable. Where she, like, she is... Well, yeah, she's yeah. going to be crushed, but, like, even crushed, she's not going to be able to fit through those slots. Yeah, I can see that. I still think it's the second creature trying to save her, though. I, I that's fun. I, I kind of <laughs> like that idea, mm-hmm. too. I'm, I'm, I'm partial to that. Uh, okay, so... Uh, my final thoughts, then... Um, so I feel that this story does complement the setting of Elder Hollow well, like I've been saying kind of throughout this. Um, it's also a very traditional creepypasta in that campfire sort of way, like story way. Um, it's short, and it likes to take moments and emphasize them for creepy effect. I would definitely recommend a story, or a, as a story, to go with listening to Elder Hollow campaign. Like it's a good complementary ca- uh, story for the campaign. Which order do you think they should go in? Oh, definitely read, like, watch Elder Hollow, or listen to Elder Hollow first, and then read this. 
Okay. Um, maybe even like after you've done reading, after you've done listening uh, to past uh, episode thirteen, because that's twelve and thirteen are the uh, are basically when the squeeze shows up. Okay. Uh, as a standalone story, ignoring any meta knowledge or context to the greater world here, it utilizes common creepypasta ideas and monster traits fairly well to me. The monster reminds me, like I said, of the squeezing man from the X-Files episode uh, in season one, The Squeeze. It literally is called Squeeze, Yeah. the episode. Um, and even to a degree, The Rake, which uh, Will does mention is uh, one of the inspirations for this creature. At least cosmetically. Um, yeah, because in the in the story, they actually oh another thing in the uh, like basically we get a proper description of the creature and its gelatinous or like very morphic in terms of like uh, a human shape like it's very like 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 all like gooey or like not gooey but like very fluid looking feeling except for its hands and its teeth. Um. So it kind of has like that the rakish kind of like like. When you say gooey, is it like... No, I mean gooey in that, like, it's, it, it's um, like, he's very malleable. So, like, his body, his flesh is not, like, he does, it, it's as if he doesn't have bones. But he's still able to walk around like a person. Okay. Because he straight up has bones in the yeah. the art. So, yeah. I, I, like, when I first saw that, he's essentially a, a zombie that's salivating. Yeah. And his legs can... Squeeze. Well, his entire body can do that. Well, I understand, yeah. but in the picture yeah. itself, yeah, he's organically like, he, like as a whole, like his physiology is made to be be able to like basically squeeze down to fit tight locations, like a pipe. Yeah. Um, and he, again, like he acts like a very creepy boogeyman in the story, um, like a traditional creepypasta boogeyman, like the Slenderman or like the Rake or Jeff the Killer, or what have you, like those kind of monsters. Um, however. This story doesn't, like we mentioned earlier, this story doesn't reveal too much about the creature's appearance in the writing, which I feel really you should have, you should do. Even though there is an image, the company, I would have preferred to have uh, gotten some kind of uh, description uh, proper in the in the in the story. Again, like I have the girl maybe describe him a little bit more than just the man, a man. Um, we we get a signature smell of formaldehyde. Um, which means a lot more if you listen to the Elder Hollow episode and its origin, which I'll paraphrase in a minute. Um, kind of. Um, but we just, we're just told that this man who squeezes through pipes and vents were, uh, so I think readers of Creepypasta will feel, so, yeah, I, I would like to see maybe a little bit more description uh, of a descriptor in the writing than just a, an image. Um, because images are great, but, like, you also want them to complement better. Well, you don't want them to just be, like, a, like a crutch for the story. You want them to complement the story. Mm-hmm. I'll say it doesn't make it worse. It, it does help, yeah, for it does, sure. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt it. It just, I wish it would have, maybe, like, elaborate a little bit more in the story. Yeah, like, worst option is not describing the, the creature and not having a picture. Exactly. Next best is not describing the creature and having a picture. Mm-hmm. Best is having a picture and the description, because then they tie in yeah. properly. Um, and then I'm kind of just, yeah, I think the readers, I think readers of Creepypasta will feel familiar to the story. Like it has a lot of the good, of the same beats that you, that we, we kind of, that Creepypasta readers grew up, grow up with, or like know of in, in the stories. But that's about it. Um, there's nothing really new here on its own. Um, it's, it's basically just a, a like, well, it's basically just another, like it doesn't, like, it, it's mode of transportation or like it's means of like getting into houses and stuff like that is is different 
than most creepypasta monsters. But its mean of means of killing is different as well. I guess, yeah. I don't know. It just feels like it, uh, it, it's a very tradi- uh, I can say that it is both a good thing and a bad thing that it is a very traditional style of creepypasta because it feels like something I've read before, but at the same time, it doesn't. Which is why I'm kind of partial. I'm going to give it a partial recommendation as a standalone, or a rec- or a conditional um, recommendation as a standalone because it is a, a a nice, simple, familiar creepypasta story, but I don't think it does anything super different um, that would like uh, separate it from anything, or that would uh, that would like elevate it to something uh, spectacular, aside from the fact that it is next to a, that it is connected to this Elder Hollow setting. If you listen, if you're, if you're a fan of a listener of the Elder Hollow's campaign, by all, I'd fully recommend it. Um, but I conditionally recommend it if you just want to like read this as a standalone, not listen to the, the podcast. So... That's my my recommendation. So, based on the issues I had with it on its own, because <laughs> I haven't listened to the yeah. actual play, I actually only give this a 33% rating. But, okay. when you factor in that there's a second creature... That gets rid of, like, so much of my issues with the story. <laughs> okay. Is that your main issue? Like, the the swapping of transportation styles well, and, like, one, all the meat's gone and the other one that isn't? Yeah. yeah. Because any good detective would see that there's something fundamentally different with how the two beings die. It, it's not completely different, though, because they're both hiding the... The remains in a tight location that somebody no nobody would actually be able to survive through. Yeah, yeah, but They're then slightly different. But but then where did it's just the whole getting through the ventilation system because he's going to have a heck of a lot of trouble with the uh, filtering system when he maybe gets to it. Maybe that's why he didn't bring her all the way through. Maybe he was going to use the vents to get her, but then uh, found that there's... Oh, yeah, shit, there's a fan here. I can't... Damn it. <laughs> i just squeeze around your corpse here and go down the vent... Or go through the pipes... Uh, like, escape... Leaves the, leaves the vent after he drags her into the vents. Goes down and goes to the, the, the toilet. He's like... Mur, 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 mur. <laughs> yeah. And didn't bring the body for yeah, a reason. Just just goes into the toilet, like, mur, uh, mumbling to himself in anger. Yep. In disappointment. And forgets in all in his anger and like and like frustration, just completely forgets about the body. Yeah, that's it. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, yeah, I, like it does feel like the, the mo kind of shifts a little bit with that. Mm-hmm. I, I, there now that you pointed it out. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's my recommendation. Is that if you think of that there's a second monster in the vents. It's so much better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'll agree with you there. It, it does make it better because it's more... Because like, 90% of creepypastas out there, it's like there's one creature that's fucking with a family or a person yeah. or a group of friends. So introducing a second one that may or may not be actually malevolent 
It's kind of interesting. Yeah, I like. I do like the idea of it, like trying to help, but like not understanding how that by helping it's yeah. hurting. It's like I could fit in this vent, so can you? Oh god, never mind. <laughs> oh shoot! Oh shucks! Sorry about your luck. <laughs> yeah, but um, overall, it wasn't a long read, so I do have problems with it because it doesn't describe the creature in it, but it has a picture to make up for it. So, and like what you said, cultist, you said that um. It doesn't really do anything different. I kind of disagree with you because I haven't read anything where the monster can squeeze through vents and shit. Like, yes, you said that it was from um, uh, X Files and such, yeah. but as and actually, in regards yeah. to creepypastas themselves, the ones I've read, no monster has had mobility like this, and the method of killing them is different. Although now that I'm thinking about it, I'm assuming that the squeeze does not kill them by the act of squeezing them through. Because they would make a lot of noise. They would, yeah. So, I'm assuming he has some sort of way to incapacitate or kill them silently. <laughs> Turns out his hands actually smell, don't smell formaldehyde, but chloroform. <laughs> yeah, there you go, yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, he has to have some other method, but we don't see that. So. Yeah. Um, I would like if the... The art was drawn of something that was seen, but again, the way that the story is shown, the narrator doesn't see anything. Yeah, that, that's that's one thing about like it, it's. I want to see the description, but like it makes sense within the the perspective of the story because the story's camera is focusing on the dad, not and it never unless the dad is in the same room as the daughter. You're never going to see the uh, and the monster shows up at that time. You're never going to see that monster like in full mm-hmm. like in detail. But I don't know if it would make it better or worse if, like, with the whole daughter situation, if he arrives in the bathroom and, like, his daughter is, like, being... Like, he sees the the creature going down the sink as, like, remains of his daughter are, like... Or you just see, like... around the sink as you well. You see, like, a leg or something. Like, okay, it, I don't know how you would, like... I'm still trying to wrap my head around... Uh, like again, super, it's it's a supernatural entity of some kind, or like su- some weird like pseudoscience, mm-hmm. supernatural science thing. Um, so like, I'm trying to figure out like how that man was stuffed down that toilet. Like the squeeze makes sense, like going down that toilet. Mm-hmm. But how the hell do you cram? How do you how, like? He has got some otherworldly strength to be able to suction through a full grown man down a down a down a prison toilet. Yes, <laughs> indeed. It's almost like he is inhuman. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like cracking anything that's in the way, just yeah, exactly going straight through. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a a worrisome enough creature. Like when I first read the the title and the <laughs> name of him, he doesn't sound threatening, <laughs> but he is horrifying. Yeah, so I kind of like the, the twist of um, thought that I had because originally I wasn't worried, but then it's like okay, yeah, that's a that's a creepy way to squeeze. So yeah, um, I'll recommend it. I don't know what it's like with the context of the actual play, but. On its own, it works. It could be better. I'm not going to give it like 100% best ever, but I'll I'll give it like 60, 70%. I just based on the only reason it's not better is because I would like an actual description in words and a little bit uh, better connectivity between the two uh, deaths. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, because they yeah. they as Mikey said, they almost seem like they're from different creatures. And if that's the case, that's cool. But, but as we kind of mentioned, yeah, maybe a follow up story. Kind of yeah. Thing. All right. So that's our recommendations of the story, standalone, and for me, with context to the meta plot and whatnot. So I'm going to give you guys um, kind of a paraphrased. And bear in mind, this was 
told like an urban legend by a twelve year old in the story or in the actual play. Okay. Um, like one of the kids like rolled a like a uh, a lore check and like remembered this urban legend about the squeeze uh, from tap from like they heard from like a high schooler. And so, if you don't want spoilers about the actual origin of the creature and whatnot, uh, go to this time. One hour, 21 minutes, and 38 seconds. Thank you, future me. And um, you can skip the uh, the spoilery bit. So, um, And then we'll just go to the end of the credit. So, um, paraphrasing, uh, this is from Elder Hollow, I think, episode 12. or th- I think it's from 12 or 13, because uh, they kind of are both, like, they're basically mm-hmm. the same thing. They just cut it into two episodes. Uh, but one of the characters, again, 12-year-olds and stuff, so, I uh, heard this legend about a Mormon girl who got pregnant from a boy at school, uh, but didn't want to have the kid out of shame. So, she took all kinds of pills and chemicals to dissolve flesh, and as a result, she got really sick. Um, and she actually miscarried at high school, in the, ba- in the high school bathroom, and she flushed the remains down the toilet. Um, That's horrible. Yeah. Um... And sometime later, um, and I think she, she, I think she uh, was, I don't remember if uh, it says that she died or something like that afterward. I, mean, I presume like she, like she ate, she, she ate, had all kinds of pills, like, like, I guess like abortion pills or whatever, or some kind of like horrible pills or something like that mm-hmm. and chemicals to dissolve flesh. That's literally what, uh, what they yeah, say. She's, <laughs> she's messed up. From yeah. Life. So she's pretty screwed up there. Um, sometime later, however, like I guess a couple of years go by the boy who got the girl pregnant was attacked in his home by a squishy, pale humanoid thing um, who bit him before squeezing down the toilet again, and he actually died of a nasty infection from the bite wound. Um, that's where the that's basically the urban legend of the squeeze, like in a like like paraphrasing it. Um, it's described in the in the show in the episode. It's described as a pallid, uh, amorphous human, like with black green teeth. Um, and like the sharp, like kind of like the only like solid things that like on its body, like the only like like solid firm things on its body are actually its fingernails and stuff, and its, and fingers, teeth. And, and its teeth. Um, and it, yeah, yeah, it just basically roams around. It has it almost. I think the car- uh, the uh, Will even describes it as a golem-like creature, like Gollum from Lord of the Rings, oh, okay. like just like lurking in the sewers and stuff. Um, and it snatches away like odds and ends that it finds in the uh, like fall into the sewer or work when it comes goes up to the surface to grab things from people's places and stuff and it drags them back to its lair. So that's that's basically the the urban legend that was mentioned in the, uh, the origin urban legend that was mentioned in the actual play. Um so what do you guys like like do you, there's a discrepancies or like the formaldehyde so the formaldehyde chemical smell makes sense for because it was it's basically it was created like it was made malle- basically it was made malleable and whatnot from the chemicals that its mother ingested. Yeah. Or well, that's what is... like. So it would smell of that sort of thing? Yeah. Yeah. I find that kind of odd, too, because, like, formaldehyde is an embalming tool, so it's used to, like, preserve flesh. Well, again, that's the thing, like... Well, that, it smells they... like it, but that could be the combined smell of all the other things smells like formaldehyde. Yeah, that's true. Well, or that's how they tried to save her. Oh, maybe, yeah. Um, Possibly. Yeah. Is that so, the mo- most recent one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair. It, it also explains why he drank the milk. Okay. Oh, is this the mother's milk? 
Well, the, <laughs> to keep his uh, calcium teeth and uh, claws strong. That's true, yeah. yeah. They're the only thing that like are still like not like malleable or jelly like the rest of his body. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming by that logic, he can't squeeze through anything that's smaller than a fingernail. Or a tooth. I guess so, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, it's like uh, like octopuses. Um, uh, it's actually one of, the, one of the players actually just, like, suggested that it was like an octopus because octopi can, like, they do have so, like, I think a beak or something like that. Yeah. Um, or, like, a, basically a brain, like, a, like their brain's very, like, gel, like uh, they have, like, some part, hard parts of their body. Mm-hmm. But they are capable of basically fitting under, like, door like doors and stuff like that. Basically, like, like inches they can fit within inches of, of like, things, to, uh, like, they can fit their body through, uh, like, inches of space. Yeah. Um, as long as they have enough space for, like, I think the hard parts, basically, the beak yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But everything else in their body, like, they can, like, just, they're very amorphous, they can just go anywhere. So I wonder if in the situation of going through a drain, where it's a whole bunch of little holes, if each hole is big enough for a nail, would he be able to go through and, like, recombine? I don't or do you think so. it has to be it, one? It has to be all one thing. Yeah. Because like, that'd be splitting his body apart and coming yeah. together. Yeah, he's not a recombinant creature. It's I think it's... As far as I could tell from the from the actual play and from the story, it's more or less he just, like, he can fit in tight... He can squeeze himself into tight spaces. Yeah. Yeah. Which would explain why he, he would still need to take off the vent to go into the air vent. Exactly. Like, the grating. Well, he could fit through one of them, I guess. Yeah. If he's small enough, but he wouldn't go through all of them. Yeah. Okay. He, wouldn't he have to flush the toilet in order to go down it? Why? Because it... Because it's blocked. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the flushing does. It opens up the a valve. A yeah. valve. I mean, he has enough strength that he can pull an entire full-grown man through a pipe. That is so true. I'm assuming he has the strength that he can swim down and go through all the forces and suction and such. Wouldn't you agree? Also, at this point, <laughs> it's magic. Yeah, it, yeah, Elder Hollow is... There's supernatural bullshit going on, like, throughout it, so... And it's basically a creepypasta-esque, like, horror setting. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's a bunch of weird stuff going on. That being said, for all we know, maybe he did flush the toilet to go down. We don't know. Alright, so, uh... No other questions regarding the actual play or anything like that? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Alright, so, um... Yeah, so that was our episode of The Squeeze, uh, a story spinoff of a actual play campaign uh, called Elder Hollow by All Roads Tavern Podcast on lithmage.com. Check them out. This is basically just a fan recommendation. And yeah, if you like what you heard, if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below, as always. You can uh, check. You can do that on, uh, wherever this gets posted, whether it be on Kiwi6, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. Uh, we're on Twitter. Uh, Mikey is at the East Ends for Evil. I'm at Review Cultist. Gamer in Yellow is on Xbox Live at The Gamer in Yellow, but without the W because Xbox hates them. Indeed. Uh, you can check out, uh, you can send us a, a review and ratings on iTunes. Every little bit helps, helps us grow. Let's us know how we're doing. And um, you can e- you can also email us at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us suggestions for other creep bosses you'd like us to discuss on the show. Uh, if you'd like to check out the title cards for each episode, you can go to crazonstudios.tumblr.com or uh, or on our YouTube channel, El Dente Rigor Mortis, where you can check out the videos of each episode. Uh, you can also um, support the show, if you would like, on Patreon. Go to El Dente Rigor Mortis on Patreon and select the backer tier you'd like to support us at. We have uh, 
extra content, behind-the-scenes stuff, early access episodes, and uh, special episodes include... Al Dente Reloaded at the $5 tier, where Mikey and I go back to the good, the bad, and the ugly pastas that the cultist and the doctor did in the past, and see what our thoughts are on them. And Al Dente Revelations at the $2 tier, where Mikey and I, again, continue our thoughts after listening to the old episodes uh, the cultist and the doctor did, and possibly have a revelation while doing so. And to all our patrons that are already supporting the show, thank you immensely. You're helping keep the hosting bills at bay, and we very much appreciate that. And to all our listeners, new and old, and the authors of each, of each group boss that we've done on the, that we discussed on the show, thank you immensely. Because without your listenership and without your stories, we wouldn't have a discussion and wouldn't have creepy tales to read at night. And share amongst everyone. Exactly, yeah. So thanks for all the creepiness. <laughs> Until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the East Ends are Evil. And I'm the Gamer Raniella. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well.